Escape from Plan A. Could you please help me find my dolly? I lost her, and I really want her back. So please help me. <laughs> Thank you. You are going to die tonight, and you can't help me. I'm sorry, but it's just what is need to be done. <laughs> I will find you. Ring around the rosy, pocket full of posy. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Okay, this, uh, welcome to the escape from Plan A Halloween Spooktacular. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's me, Teen. I've got Sam. Sam, what is going on? I'm very happy and excited to finally be doing this episode that I've been hoping to do for a long time. Because Halloween is your favorite holiday. Uh, not necessarily a favorite holiday. I think I just like sharing stories about the paranormal. Nice. Uh, and Mark, Mark, what's going on, man? How's everyone doing? Uh, it's the end of a long ass Friday, man. It was just a, it was just a long day for me, like 14 hours long, full day of work. And then I had to do all that home repair shit. So it's nice to be like back. It was just like a arduous journey to get from like when I woke up in the morning to when I walked out the door and then back into the door. It seems like this uh, home. Well, uh, this home move and uh, home repair has been going on for a while. It has. It's been a ton of labor. Uh, But now I am, you know, sitting in my cozy chair with my uh, pumpkin ale or some shit. Uh, And so it is the season. Settling into a. It is podcast to round yeah. out, yeah, round out the evening as we uh, get into Halloween. And Sam, you did you uh, you were you were doing your thing. You were over at that. Uh, you were you were doing your activism thing today, huh? Oh yeah, I was in those public hearing in Chinatown about the jail issue. Sam, it's not just the jail, is it? I I was reading that they're actually. I, I was seeing a little bit more about it, yeah. but it's like they want to shut down Rikers Island. It's uh and and then kind of distribute the redistribute the the Rikers Island yeah. prison prisoner population to like the different boroughs and yeah. part of that's yep. going to go to Chinatown. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Wow. And um So it's not a jail, it's a prison. It's it's Rikers. It's 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 yeah, Rikers I mean, Island. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this and Mayor de Blasio I get his reasoning is like, oh we gotta end the prison violence by shutting it down, but then expand it throughout all the boroughs and I've actually looked it up, and I was like, "Wait, shouldn't the activists that have been calling to shut down Rikers Island Prison should be saying something about this, right?" So I looked it up. I went on their social media, like Facebook page, and they have not said a single word. Um, they actually there's an article I can send it to you about how that movement has also been co-opted. So yeah. now we are where we are now. Yeah. My thought, my thoughts on stuff like this is it's the same pattern that pops up a lot. Like we saw it over in Orange County and Koreatown in L.A., stuff like this is like, you know, I think it's I think people understand that there is a greater good. Right. It's not like people don't understand that there is a greater good to to prison reform. Mm-hmm. But for, you know, people are going to there are certain specific people in neighborhoods that are going to pay a, a, a cost for that. Yeah. Right. And those people should have a special voice, you know, they should have special input into how it's done. Uh, I think that's only fair. That's the due process of law, you know. And so, you know, I don't think people are necessarily like not understanding the fact that there is such a thing as a homeless problem or there is such a thing as a prison popu- right. you know, prison problem. And people want to be a part of the solution, but people people that are going to be particularly affected by it, they've got to have a chance yeah and they they should have a particular say in what's going on and when they don't when they're not even consulted or asked or freezed out of the process that's particularly insulting (laughs) right Um, and they should and they should be allowed to be angry about it so the lot of scolding the scolding really really rubs me the wrong way yeah, so. totally. That's exactly what people in the community have been saying, that they feel disrespected yeah. because such a big changes in the neighborhood are in, in plan without notification, any communication with them. Yeah, it's basic due process of law. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. Okay, so uh, 
<laughs> Nevertheless, uh, the three of us are not here to talk about such serious matters, but instead to uh, share and swap ghost stories and other tales of terror. Yeah, <laughs> tales of terror. Oh my god, um, I'm really curious. You gotta tell us about the serial killer story because that's pretty crazy. I, I've heard I've this story sp- many times, but it freaks me out yeah. every fucking time. It is a creepy two, story. I have two stories. Okay. Uh, and Sam, you've got you've got a story, but something that your boyfriend experienced. Yes. Um, I'll share that after you share your serial. Killer. Oh, okay. So it's I show mine. Yeah. You will tell yours, and then I'll yeah, we'll tell the other. Yeah, exactly. Mark, do you have any scary stories, or are you here, here for the ride? You've got the marshmallows um, and all that shit. You've got the. I mean, I have some unusual experience. With. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You were talking to Mark. Yeah. Does Mark have any? You, you uh, got any, I, I can tell a sort of Mark? humorous story uh, that's <laughs> sort of uh, got like darkness and you know some some okay. some well, some well, you, things. We'll, but, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll stick that in the middle. Uh, yeah, a nice sure. palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what shall be the uh, what shall what shall the two of you be starting with today? Uh, would you like to hear the the tale of the uh, serial killer or the tale of the tall ghost? Ooh. Um, let's go with the tall ghost. Oh, the tall ghost story. All right. Um, okay. So this is the this is the um, I think the one time in my life that I saw something that I truly cannot explain to this day. Mm. I, I really don't know what happened. Uh, and I was with two friends. This was like um, a long time ago. I want to say like 2001. So like, you know, you know, I'm fresh out of college. And me and two of my like closest friends were, were we go out one night. I think we were, went to a pool hall or something like that. Shit that you do back then. And we were, we were going back and I was driving and I was taking my friend, my both of my friends, I was taking one of them home first. And he lives out sort of in a kind of wooded area. And we've got to, we've got to drive through a fairly wooded and rather dark street. Mm-hmm. And the houses are on big lots and they're set really far back. So, you know, you're not, there's really nothing on the road. And we're driving, it's quite late, it's probably like 2 a.m. And I've got my, my, my you know, brights on and everything. Hmm. And we see this guy, uh, a man, mm-hmm. who was like seven feet fucking tall. I mean, he was just extremely tall. Jeez, right? okay. Teen saw Slender Man. Slender Man, <laughs> yeah. That is the story, guys. Let me tell you, this guy kind of matches this shit. I'm telling you. Oh, boy. Slender All right. Guy. Okay, so he was seven feet tall, mm-hmm. uh, an old white man very old okay um like he looked like he was 90 is what i'm saying uh holy shit and okay yeah and um he was walking and he was wearing a uh like a very southern style suit like uh like seersucker you know like a summer mm. a summertime suit kind of thing did he have a tie did he have like a texas tie uh he had he i think he was just wearing like a thin tie yeah like okay. a narrow tie, not not a Texas tie, but like a narrow tie. Hmm. Uh, I don't recall exactly, um, but he he had a very old, like you know, something out of the early twentieth century kind of thing, and he and he had a uh, hat too, one of those old fashioned sort of um, top hat kind of style things. Ooh. I mean, the whole thing just looked ridiculous. It was crazy. Like I remember, <laughs> so. None of us were saying anything. Like I, I just see this guy <laughs> show up in my lights, and he's walking. He's like walking at a pretty brisk pace too. He's he's not just standing around. He's walking, and I, I he just had this uh, ghostly appearance, and mm. I we just blew right by him, and uh, I, we looked at each other. We were like, "Did you what was what the fuck? Who, who oh, was, that was that? Right? Yeah. How many and seconds did that my last? Friends were that moment. Um, I think okay. So we see him coming up, and then. It's a it's a little bit of a hill, so we just saw him. You know, once my lights hit him, we saw him. Probably like two, three seconds. Okay. You know, uh, you know, uh, enough to get a good glimpse at what was going right. on, and we just blew right by him. We were just like, "What the fuck was right. that?" Right. So uh, we drive we drive towards my friend's house. We're about you know maybe uh, two thirds of a mile away, and we stop. Uh, and before we send him off, we kind of go to this. Uh, sort of gazebo park thing that's right near his house. We all just stop there, and the three of us get out to have a cigarette. 
and mm. we're just we're talking and we're talking about the guy like what, what, what was that like right. and we were like i think our theory was like this guy was a time traveler because he <laughs> like did it not look first of all all of his timing is off it's two in the morning like he shouldn't be walking around it's like his, sure, his yeah. watch right. is off and so just his time of day is fucked off and second he looked like he just came from like the World Expo in 1912. You know, like it's, just, it's just none of it looked right, you know. <laughs> and so my friend goes like, do you think we should go look for him again? Oh, wow. That sounds like a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. And of course, we were like, fuck, yeah. So we oh, get in my geez, car. Oh, you guys. You guys have never drive- seen it. A- Y'all crazy. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I would have been like, let's go. No, no, no. We we were feeling confident that uh, this is this was something worth investigating. You did not, so, young and you did not consider okay. danger or any of that. No. Uh, I mean, there were three of us, so no, not really. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, we could take 90. this guy. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, he would he would win in terms of reach, uh, but I'm pretty sure that like you know someone could get behind him and tackle That's him right. by the legs and just bring him down. Um, and so we go we go we go looking for this guy. And I'm driving. We've got the, you know, the music. We're looking for him. So we've got the, you know, the music is, we're not playing music. The windows are down uh, to, you know, me and my friend in the, in the front seat and a friend uh, in the back seat. And we go back to the scene of the, of the incident. <laughs> and there scene is of the sighting. nothing. <laughs> scene of the sighting. There's nothing. And I, it, to picture it, just imagine a road that has, it's like a tunnel through uh, some trees overhead is basically kind of what it is, and it's and it's like trees. pitch black, right? I mean, it's like middle of the night, right? It's not pitch black, um, but that, like there are st- street lamps, yeah. but it's dark. You know? Okay, uh, it's not it's not pitch black, and then so we go down the road to the intersection, the main intersection, where you know, kind of heads off into a much bigger road, and we see the uh, flashing uh, red of the of the intersection and that's sort of the end of the road. So we say, okay, we haven't found this guy. Uh, the, the end of the road is just up ahead. So let's just turn around. Whatever that was, we'll never see him again. Mm-hmm. So to, to turn around on this road, I have to do like a three point turn. Mm-hmm. And so, it, so I go into the first point, right? And so my, at this point, my car is more or less pointed, like, you know, mostly to the left. Right. And then I go into the second point where, you know, I'm kind of just beginning to to reverse. I'm backing up, right? So I'm almost turned around. And suddenly I hear just shouting like, oh, my God, dude. dude." (laughs) And he starts, this guy, my my friend in the back starts punching my seat to be like, dude, go, 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 go. Oh, my God. And uh, so I turn around, right? And I remember this because, like. I remember it so vividly. Mm-hmm. I remember even that because I was in, I had my brakes on, uh, that, you know, I had all these, there were all these red lights shining out the back of my car. So mm-hmm. it was like lit with these red lights, very sinister. I turn around, look to the back right, mm. and that guy's the- head is in my, is in my fucking car. He is, oh, he's got it. And then I see what's going on. This guy leaned over, like way the fuck down, oh. and then stuck his head into my car. What? Right, because the windows fucking... were still down because you were looking. Yeah, for all the him. windows were down. Yeah, so he his he stuck his head into my car, what? and his head was kind of moving around, and his big fucking eyes were just staring at. That's him. fucking creepy. And Holy shit! It was in fucking insane. What and the fuck? I he looked right at me. Yeah. And my friend. <laughs> oh man. My friend, my friend has kicked himself. He's like burrowed himself as far as he possibly can to the like other side. Like on the side. other side. <laughs> other side of the car and he's like he he's he's too scared to even kick the guy. He doesn't want to touch it, you know. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you know, you probably what you should do is kick him, right? Yeah, just kick and him in what, the head, the man. S- the second he looked at me, mm-hmm. I was like, we're not having eye contact. I just turned around. Yeah, and no. I didn't drive. Uh-uh. I just, oh, fuck. I just booked it. I booked it. I mean, I, I just slammed on the, the accelerator and we were out. Uh, and so we go, we go drop my friend off and, and uh, you know, he's, we're, he's just scared out of his mind. And we're like, all right, we're going to go drop my other friend off and I go home. And I don't know why it didn't really scare me. I was like, we probably saw something fucking weird. I don't know what it was, but it's behind me now, you know, whatever. 
But I found out later, like, but it was so scary. My friend was so traumatized, the one in the back. Mm. He was so traumatized by it. Like, and the funny thing is, when I see these guys all the time, but every time I, almost every time I see them, we still talk about this story because it still boggles <laughs> our mind. Yeah. What it was. Yeah. It was a Slender like, Man. You guys saw the Slender Man. That's what Slender happened. Man. I saw Slender Man. I don't know what that is, man. Is that a ghost? Or I don't no, know. Sounds like something like inhuman. It. I don't know. Yeah. It's like an well, inhuman. He didn't yeah. behave like a normal human. I did not get human vibes from him. I was yeah, not like, there oh, you this go. Is a man. That's how you know something is wrong. <laughs> it, it wasn't a. It was a human form, but uh, the thing was not behaving like a human. Mm-hmm. It was fucking mm-hmm. bizarre. I don't know where he came from. He's he was humongous. I don't know. But he snuck up on you guys. Him. He snuck up on us, man. And there were three of us, and I had my brights on. Hold on. Uh, my friend. My sorry. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. What state? Like, where exactly this locate? I'm trying to make some connection. What theory is this oh, going to be? This was in Potomac, Maryland. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. The reason um, I asked was because I was trying to see. Um, I don't know if the description match. Uh, so I would have to think think of it over and do a little more research. But sometimes I hear some people's stories and they're like, I don't know what the fuck I saw, but it wasn't human or like just super weird. And then they do on like internet search and they found out it was something that matches like say like native american mythology or whatnot oh you know i've i've looked we've looked it up we've tried looking it up mm-hmm. we didn't see anything nothing? online okay uh, no nothing um doesn't match any known story that i've ever read okay in, of that area or you know really anything I, see. I don't know what the fuck it was but it was something that mm, the three of us couldn't explain the guy my friend from the in the back seat it 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 he his brother later told me recently, mm-hmm. like we all we all hung out. His brother was like, "Yeah, you know, he didn't like sleep in his own bedroom for two months after that." Jeez. I was like, Are you fucking serious? <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, dude, he he slept in my room with me every That's fucking night for two months." How traumatized he was! Ooh. Damn. Yeah, it was that fucking scary. I I was smart to not because I think my friend gazed into its eyes and something happened. Wow. Whereas I, the second he came for me, like he was looking, I was like, no, I'm not, we're not looking, dude. Wait, did your friend this look at him? I, yes, they were staring at each other. Uh, it, that's why they were screaming. Yeah, I would purposely uh, not look. Like, no, I know you're there. I, no, I think <laughs> I, I, he stared into his deep, dark abyss. You know, that's how uh, they get you, man. Damn. Exactly. That's why, you know, okay, here's my tip to all, you know, everyone that ever encounters something. Uh, ghostly apparition, like whatever. Mm-hmm. It's sound. It, it, they're gonna want to look at you in the eyes. Yeah. Yes. Don't, don't do that. Let, do, do, not do not look at them yeah. in the eyes. Just don't. You, do just it. turn the other way and just go. Okay. No. Yeah. Just go. Do you think? Look into your don't, be soul. Intre- don't be curious. Don't be interested. That's what, just be oh, like. That's nope, how people fall for. It's a curiosity, nope. but that's mm, that's how they get you. No. Yeah. Yep. You don't want to know. They say right. like eyes are the windows to the soul. Yeah, I think that's what he wants to say. Yeah, oh, they're looking into yeah. your soul. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. They're looking into your soul. Don't, yeah, let, exactly. don't show it. Do not show them your soul. No. Because <laughs> they don't right, have a so, soul. <laughs> so I've told this goddamn story too many times. I've not heard many other people's ghost stories. So I've poured myself a little more of the fine pumpkin ale. And I'm now going to sit back and. Well, I uh, think I think Sam should tell her story because my story is not a ghost story. We need another ghost story, so Sam. Okay, okay, let's follow that up with uh, Sam's. Yeah. Sure. So I'm telling my partner's story. This is not my personal experience. His personal experience. I'm retelling it, and this happened to him way before we even met as friends. So he has this thing where. Maybe every one year, every two years, he would go to Atlanta and gamble. He's not an addict by any means, thank God. You know, just for fun, like, every once in a while, maybe. And it's every time it's been fun, you win some, you lose some. But it was one day, it was just weird. Like, something was off. And so uh, I'm going to try my best to tell things in chronological order because my memory is, like, a bit of a mix-up. But so he... He, he went in a hotel, and um, so he, he went into his hotel room, and he noticed a very interesting piece of art. Uh, so one, this art, this painting or whatever, uh, has one figure is of a woman, and the other is of dragon. Now, dragon, the way that the East Asian drawing style and, say, the Western style, East Western European style are different. And the one he noticed were drawn in the Western European style. 
that the woman figure, the uh, based on the appearance of the clothing, seem to indicate like some type of East Asian culture. However, when I ask, uh, what does this woman look like? He said, "Oh, she had no face." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's a very interesting art." So he, he thought it was weird too. So he he left the hotel room and said,、like, right, "I'm gonna go downstairs, gamble some, have some fun." And here's the thing: losing isn't weird. I mean, you're not gonna win all the time, right? But this dude was just straight losing every damn time, like no luck whatsoever. To the point where, like the car dealer, like that woman was like, "Yo, you wanna, you wanna chill out? Cause I don't think it's 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 your day. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going.、Money. Yeah, you you wanna you wanna chill out? Like just take a break." And he's like, "All right." So he walked out. Then he just he just felt like that was unfair. Like it was felt like something was against me. Like what the fuck is this? So he was like, "No, no, no. I'm gonna walk back to see what happened after I left." And guess what? The woman was like, "Yo, I swear." Right after you left, people will start winning. Like everybody was just losing、mm. along with you, but right after you left, people winning. He's like, "Yo, what the fuck?" I, I mean, th- this is me at a casino normally,、uh, but <laughs> okay, I, I see what you're saying. He he usually has he some amount of、out. luck. He was creeped out. He's、though. just getting killed.、Okay. Yeah, this is nothing, y'all. This is just I'm just warming up. <laughs> like this is nothing. Um, so so he just thought, okay, he he didn't assume like. You need to keep in mind he used to be one of those people not only don't believe in the existence of ghosts, but I mean he fucking laugh at people's face that people were scared of ghosts. They're like, are you serious?、Mm. You sound like people who believe the Earth is flat. Come on, like, you, have you heard of science? Like, you know, he he will laugh、mm. at it, just doesn't take it seriously. So at this moment, he's his first thought isn't like must be a ghost. Like, no, he's just like, all right, wow, I have some really bad luck. I don't know why, but this is happening、sure. right now. So okay, I would have taken him seriously. <laughs> so he, he he he's a non-believer at the time. Let's put it that way.、Um, and he 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 went back to his hotel room, you know, to relax or whatever. And, and here's the thing: he he couldn't open the door. It's like, oh, this is weird. Am I doing it wrong? Like, okay, let me do it slowly,、hmm. quickly, in a medium rate, whatever, right? And he's like, that's when he's starting to get chill. All right, all right, something is wrong. What the fuck? You're just like not right. So he went downstairs. I was like, "Yo, listen, lady, I need to change your room. Something is wrong with that room." And I'm gonna guess it's not the first time this lady has heard that kind of complaint.、Um, that's just my suspicion. She's like, "Oh no, it's fine, nothing wrong." Listen, lady, I said I need a new room. Okay, <laughs> like I don't care. Something is wrong with it. You're gonna give me a new room now. And she's like, "All right, all right." And then it was a white woman behind him, and he's like, "I never thought I would say this." But oh my god, I'm so superstitious right now. And that white woman was like, "Oh my god, I'm superstitious too." <laughs> and they had that like weird little bonding moment. Anyway, so a security guard or something went out with him, check with the door. And I swear, exactly like it happens in a movie. You know how like the moment when proves someone, I'm not crazy. I really saw what I saw. I really experienced what I experienced. And we try to show、mm. them the thing doesn't show. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's exactly what happened to him. He was like, "Let me show you. I'm not crazy. It, the door really do, is not working. I'm gonna try to open it, okay?" So he showed it to him, and that's when it works. And he's like, "Are you fucking serious? Like, whatever this shit is, just fucking with me." Because it finally worked in front of this other guy. So he packed his shit and go. And he did this. I swear, the most stereotypical Chinese thing you see. You see this in movies, but actually in real life too. Which is the sad Chinese individual is scared of shit out of it. I'm pretty sure it as it goes around and be like, listen, I'm leaving. I ain't trying to bother you. I'm so sorry. I'm here. Okay, like I'll pack my ass and go. That's pretty much what he said. He had a like little speech. I don't know if he said it out loud in his mind. It's like I'm leaving. All right, like leave me alone. Um, and so just went his way out in the middle of hallway. Now here's the thing, if you, <laughs> I'm not done, y'all. <laughs> I'm still not done. So in the middle of hallway, he felt a drip of water like on his head, just one drip. And right at the center of his head, very specific. What? What? I hate that shit. I hate. What? That. I hate it when that happens. I know. I know. Well, you mean? Well, phantom, yeah. Phantom drops on your head, bro. That I.、Uh, it's rough. I hate. Yeah. Oh、uh, no, yeah. I don't like that, man. Yeah. No, it's yeah. annoying. So, See,、okay. when I experienced it, so the, so. Sorry, what was it? So the door opened, and then he packed his stuff. The phantom drop of water. No, no. So、head. he packed his stuff. Right. He left the hotel room. Oh, so okay. So between, so between the hotel room and the elevator, he's walking there. That's that's a hallway he has to go through. And in the middle of the hallway, there was a drip of water 
right on top of his head. Oof. Yeah. And, and here's that, the thing. That, yeah, if it's like you a, can't explain that because you're in the middle of a, a hotel, right? Right. I mean, it's like a hotel hallway. There isn't like a um, AC unit there. That's the thing. It's if like, it's okay, like a possibly. ceiling issue. If it's, it's in the middle bro- of a fucking hallway. Exactly. If it's a ceiling issue or broken, whatever, you can see something drip drop and as a pattern, right? Let's say it was like an AC. Sure, floor. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a pattern. It's not one single drop. So. Nah, it's a ghost. No, it's no, found this you is, dri- this dripping is, ghost bullshit on your head. That's what yeah, that is. This is ectoplasm from the nether realm dripping on your mm-hmm. fucking head. It's ghost drops. Ghost drops. Yeah. All right. Continuing with the story, because the story's too good to just stop there. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, so he he's, oh my god, chill sent to his spine. He's like, yo, I get it. You're, that's you wanting me to never come back. I get your message. I'm definitely not coming back. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm on my way out and I ain't coming back. And that's not the end of the story. So he has a friend, um, one of his closest friends, who, since he they knew each other's friend, he told him, um, I actually have this like weird ability where every time I get a sense of like an intu- very strong intuition, and if I sense something is wrong, it's always accurate. I can't necessarily predict exactly what will happen like mm. in details, but it's always accurate. And and just some sort of weird special ability, or like, um, not just that. Like, if he he's not a gambling person whatsoever, but if he does play with anything of gambling nature, he'll win money. Okay. He doesn't like overuse it, but when he does, he'll get some money. And so that's just a thing he has. And um, you know he, he you know my 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 boyfriend just never took it seriously. Like, yeah, whatever, sure, you have special ability, like whatever. Until this day happened. So on his way out, he's driving. He's driving back to New York. And he got a phone call from his friend. Mm. And his first thing that his friend said, hey, are you okay? No way. And she's like, wait, wait. How did you know? Because mind you, at this time, he has not told anybody, period. Not his right. family, not his friend, nobody. So he's like, wait, how did you know? And he was like, really, dude, stop bullshitting me. Like, I'm not explaining to you this again. Like, are you okay? That's all I need to know now. So he told his whole story, and then after he finished his whole story, he's asked, Oh, by the way, do you want to see the picture of the artwork I did to Toke? He's like, no, the fuck I want to see it for. Like, uh, I don't want to see that woman with no face in painting, thank you very much, after what you just told me. Um, well, so he, had a, he took a photo of it. Yeah, he took a picture of it. By the way, coincidence or not coincidence? Um, so... Not too long. I don't remember exactly the time frame. Was it a week or a month? But uh, not too long after that event, um, he accidentally dropped his phone. And so, I don't know. Is that a coincidence? I'm not sure. Wait, what, but, what um, happened? What happened? You said what? So, the same phone he used to take a photo of that artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, not too long after that incident. I don't know exactly the time frame. Was it a week or a month? But not too long afterwards, he accidentally dropped his phone. So he's not able to view it anymore. Uh, so the picture self-destructed. I mean, wow. technically, I guess if he could get someone to fix it to see if <laughs> maybe well, when that happens, we will upload to like like Reddit, whatever. Like, what is this mystery? I don't know. I see. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is how my partner went from a complete non-believer and then experienced something that caused a 180 degree change in the worldview. And now he's absolutely convinced, like, spirits, ghosts, whatever exists. He's like, I know they exist, and I'm fucking with it. And he said, he used to think people believing ghosts are dumb and stupid. Mm. And now he realized, no, I'm actually the stupid one. It turns out they exist. What the hell? <laughs> hmm. I, I used That's, to. I, used I would to, say, I think yeah. the jury's out on that. Uh, I think yeah. it's possible that he is just. Uh, not believing that he can have a really, really bad turn at the tables. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. How do you explain the water? Blaming the ghost for his explain? own bad luck. Not being able to get <laughs> into the room. How do you explain water? <laughs> and how do you explain a friend who just knew without anyone telling him? That is sort of, that is sort of weird. But, it is you know, super you can be, like, you can we be intuitive, you know what I mean? But uh, I used I used to have really vivid dreams of like mm-hmm. uh like uh, ufos and like space battles and like i used to have these dreams that and it's probably just because i like saw too many sci-fi films and everything but like scenarios of like first contact and like 
all sorts of shit. It was like so, so real and so vivid. It's like, mm. you know, it's like, but I've always. Was there had, a lot of, were, were, was there a lot of nudity, those kind of things? No, no, it wasn't like <laughs> those sort of dreams. No, it was not dream. No, <laughs> it uh-huh. wasn't a wet dream. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I wasn't, I wasn't Captain Kirk with the green aliens. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that. But it was yeah. just sort of like, it was just so detailed of like these like ships and like these scenarios and it'll be over my house. I don't know. It was just sort of, and like, I always have a lot of these dreams where I don't know whether I'm dreaming or it's real life, but obviously I wake mm-hmm. up and it's a dream, but, um, right. you know, I just, I don't know how many people have those. Cause I seem that I have them a lot. I don't know how, like, do you guys like dream a lot and like. I, I I do, but I don't remember them. And when I do, it's something terrible. Same. Like I I have this really like a nightmare or something. I won, I won the lo- no. I'll no. It's even worse. I my, my brain is <laughs> it's so expert at at torturing me. Oh uh, yeah. I'll have I'll have these incredibly vivid <laughs> and not just not just exciting dreams, but like deeply contented. Like I get a right. deep sense of contentment. I'll have a I'll have a dream about how I won the lottery. Oh, and 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 I'll have one, and then the dream doesn't end there; it just continues, and I start thinking about yeah, yeah, you know, all the changes that I can that that are going to happen uh, due to this uh, newfound fortune, and it just becomes this deep sense of contentment, uh, and then I wake up and, and yep. I'm just like motherfucker, <laughs> it's you, you son of. Uh. At least one nightmare, you wake up and you get a sense of relief. I wake up and I get a sense of regret. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's ter- terrible. <laughs> it's just awful. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so your your boyfriend now, uh, Sam, is like a believer in the paranormal because of that one incident. Oh, not just a believer. Now he he's like he became a typical superstitious Chinese person. It's actually kind of funny. seriously. Like he believes yeah. that he only, he can only like stay in a hotel at the number three or whatever. What's the what's the lucky number? Oh no, I don't know. No, not us like that. Like we don't freak out over the number four because it's no, sounds four. like we yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah, that's not it. But we're, we're we have a thing where like, all right, we're poor as hell, so it's not like we're gonna buy property at any time. But if we're ever like fortunate in a situation where we have that as an option, hmm. we're like, we're not gonna buy a place with an old ass history because that comes with the risk of Ghosts. God knows who died. And how they die. We're going to do research. We ain't going to buy any haunted place. Fuck out of here. So that's our Yeah. Dream. Well, I, you know what? I, I, what go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead, man. No, I, you, you got to pay attention to these things. I do agree. I, when do. I moved into my current... Yeah, I moved I moved into my current place about four months ago. And I had a proper... You got to move in properly. Okay. First, you, you got yeah. to air it out. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. Then I set up... Um, uh, girlfriend and I, we set up the... Uh, the uh, the offering table. Uh, oh yeah, poured okay. out some uh, poured out some wine, set up some fruits, bought some flowers, burned a lot of incense. Uh, you know, did a proper offering and sort of broke the you know walked all along the wall uh, alongside the uh, walls. Sure, like, yeah, shit, counterclockwise. Yeah, you gotta. I see you gotta, that you did the whole ritual. Wow. Oh, you gotta do the ritual. You cannot just move into a place without announcing. Your intentions and shit. Right. I did. I your... did it wrong. We didn't do any of that when I moved into our condo. Uh oh. <laughs> well, it's never too late, man. It's never too late. But I think it is kind of important to announce yourself, you know, into your new place. That's true. That's true. Uh, and make yourself known because there are, you know, it has a history. It you does. Know? Yeah, and you don't know what that history is, and you've got to you've got to you respect yeah, that. You have exactly. got to be like, look, this this apartment has been here. It's a pre-war building. I mean, this this apartment. Oh yeah, is you, yeah. Your your building's oh, a lot. Yeah, yeah a lot. More, yeah, it's a lot older. Has a history, a, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Got, it, you know, there's a lot of history in here. But so. I, I, you know, I constantly think about. Um, so when I was in college, my um, my freshman roommate, one of my freshman roommates, um, very uh, very unfortunately and tragically passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, in the room, in the room with us, and um, I was there with him and everything. But uh, I That's think awful. about. That's yeah, it's, it is awful, and but that's not my horror story. But it's about uh, as horrific as it gets. But yeah, it is very horrific. But you know, but yeah. I I think about the people who've lived in that room uh, since then, uh, and and oh, I'm yeah. like, you yeah. know, it's like, do they even know uh, any of that no. history? And like, because no. I moved out, obviously. I mean, I couldn't live there, 
But I'm just like, I just think right. about that. It's like they don't even know what the, <laughs> they don't know the tragedy and the for sure everything, you know. So I, I think about that sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's heavy. A lot of times people say when they move into a place, say they didn't know the history, they just felt certain type of energy. And like, yeah, you can really heavy. Absolutely. Yeah, and then when, and then when they find out, I'm like, oh, that kind of explains. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, ba- a baby was born in my last place. Oh, that's good. It, it was delivered inside the inside the uh, bathroom. <laughs> there you go. Emerge- that's good. Emergency. Yeah. That's I good. Suppose. That's happy energy. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> well, it's still a little <laughs> freaky, but yeah. Yeah, but you know, life was born. Oh, b- better than a life ending, sure. It, yes, sure. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess like I could tell my story. My story is a little more uh, humorous. So uh, mm. when I was like 12, I went to sleepaway camp. And I love camp. Like, I was one of those kids that, like, I couldn't wait to go away to sleepaway camp because I wasn't with my parents. Um, I wasn't with my brother. I love my brother, but, you know, it's like I wasn't with my brother and I was going to make new friends and all we we're going to do is, like, play and everything. How and old were you? I was, like, 12. Okay. Were, 12 there, were, there, uh, were there girls there or just boys? No, it was, a, it was um, all boys. All boys. Okay. And every every kid was put into a different bunk, uh, not a bunk, but a different cabin. And all the cabins had like, I don't know, like ten or ten or so kids. And each uh, cabin had like two, I think, two counselors. And uh, like the these kid, the kids that were at the camp were from everywhere. You know, people were you know from affluent families, from not so affluent families. Some were even not even from the United States. They were just like, uh, or, or they were um, uh, like recent immigrants, right? So, I mean, it wasn't just like rich kids or whatever. And you, you get along with some kids, you don't. <laughs> some kids are kooky, mm-hmm. some are not. And right. we, this one year, uh, we had one of our counselors was like an ex-military guy. He had been in the army and he was very, very strict with us. And that's where I learned to like make like one of those um, army corners on the bed. You know, it's like that. It's like tucked in. It's like a perfect like bed. And we had to make them every day and he would inspect them. But there were these there were these two kids in the in, in the cabin that year that were just different from everybody. And we're like, well, what, what's what's going on with these kids? And they were just sort of funny or whatever, whatever. But like, I think. It was like halfway through the summer and I was there for eight weeks. So this is like week four. It just started getting really loud in the cabin where it's like in the middle of the night. It's a long ass camp, by the way. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's four weeks. It was either it was two sessions. Like you could either be there for four weeks or eight weeks. There were so two, two, four week sessions. But I was there for eight weeks. And so like there were just some like noises that are happening in the middle of the night. Like. And we're like, no one could figure out what it was. And it kept on, it, it was, it, it kept on for like a, a couple of days and no one was really scared. It was just keeping us up. And everyone was sort of speculating like, you know, what's going on? Like what, why, why, why are these noises happening? <laughs> and one day the counselor just decided, you know what? He's going to wait until it starts happening. Like these noises. And then what kind he's of just, noises are these? It was like a creaking, like a, like it was just it was like um it was like a, a a methodical like like sort of sound. Ah, okay. Okay. And we're like, what? We didn't know what it was. So the the counselor the counselor was like, you know, one day he was gonna just wait until it started happening, and he's gonna just, he and he just threw the lights on. <laughs> what it was? It was these two kids just jumping on the bed but they were not just jumping on the bed they were like naked <laughs> what the fuck yeah why i don't know why but they were just like jumping on the beds in the middle of the night and what happened <laughs> so so we caught them and mm-hmm. the counselor was like you know what this is fucking going on too long it's everyone's staying up everyone's gonna run we're like what, <laughs> what? it was in the middle of the night and he's like, okay, you guys are going to start running. So we had to run up and down. So there was like a mile long road that led to the camp. And he was like, you're going to, you're going to run down the road to the thing. Or are you going to run back? 
And we're like, oh, fuck. So we started running. We got dressed and we started running. And he got on his bike and he was biking alongside us. And half, like halfway down the road, like half of us decided we're just going to go to, we're going to hide. And we just hid on the side of the road. <laughs> and the, nice. the counselor nice couldn't move. find us. That's a good move. Yeah. yeah. So the counselor like rode by us. He couldn't find us. And we just ran the, ran back. But, uh, that, so it's not really a scary story, but it's, it's just, it's just funny and weird. <laughs> It's very yeah. weird. Uh, their little midnight yeah. nude satanic ritual. I, it that, was so weird, the, man. The, 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 the vision of it in my head drugs. is actually quite frightening. Um, it, it's it, disturbing. It's sort of disturbing. It's, it's disturbing. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. I, I just yeah. want to fi- find out, are they on drugs? Like, no, <laughs> no, they were just stupid and weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. It's a, it's a disturbing image. I, I picture piggish little boys... Squealing. I don't know. Why. I can still With- picture them. No, they were not piggish. They were like very skinny. I, I don't. I, it oh. was just such a weird thing, man. And we had to run. Like the guy was just yeah. like, we have to run. I'm like, what? Ah. Did the pig, did the pig boys have to run too? Oh yeah, everyone had to run. Okay. It was so traumatic. I remember it. I was 12. Like, okay. Are you telling me that's the scariest story in your entire life? I, don't I mean, sc- aside from the roommate thing, let's not talk about that. But well. That, I don't have any scary you, you've stories. You've lived a man. blessed life if that is the this one of the scary stories. If, and if I've had a scary <laughs> story, if I had a scary uh-huh. story, then I've like blocked it from my mind. My memory has oh, just it's been so scary <laughs> that, that I just purged it from my memory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's pathetic. I just I just don't have any really scary no, it's stories. Okay, I actually feel bad for the audience because I was hoping that. Mark tells a story at the end so that we could like release some attention that they feel. No, no, no. Teen stars are my scary. Dude, no, teen stars. This this story, dude. This story right now. Mark, Mark, your the 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 picture of Slenderman that you just put in the Discord is very similar to what I saw. That's Uh, what I'm telling you. Yeah, it really looked like that, Um, but with the face. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, yeah. Fucking with us now? No, no. Really looks like he, he had a suit on. I mean, it's not that kind of suit, but I'm saying it was those dimensions. Wow, these, Slender these, Man is actually real. Real, like I well, cannot right. believe this. I, you wow. know, look, look. When we saw this thing, there was no concept of no Slender Man uh, was like Slender in two thousand nine. So yeah, we had never heard of a Slender Man, but I, what we right. saw it looked looks like this. It, it didn't have giant uh, arms like that. I mean, he was more or less a proportional seven footer. He didn't have inhuman proportions, but he did have very strange proportions. Question: like, yes. Are you telling me you never saw Teen? You never saw the internet image of Slenderman to just now? Because why would he? Uh, <laughs> no, I've, I've I've been somewhat aware of the thing, but I've never been I've never put the two. I I, I always thought Slenderman was this just a sort of ridiculous. Teenage. So you heard of it, but you didn't see it. Okay, wow, yeah. this is really interesting. Okay, okay. So uh, wha- I, I got a worse. I have a much worse story for you. Um, oh Jesus! Fuck. This one is actually. To me, much more frightening. This is this story is actually so frightening to me that I've actually never uh, told my mom about it because I'm worried that I'm going to scare. Oh, her. really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Fuck. I actually don't want to tell either of my parents about it. But this this is uh, not a ghost story. This is a real story about uh, something awful. Um, uh-huh. So I grew up in a place like I grew up in suburban uh, DC in Maryland, and you know it was just one of these neighborhoods that was very like David Lynchish and like how. If you go there and visit, it's it's a you know really nice place. It's a you know very professional town, nice houses, manicured lawns. Um, but there just like a lot of dark shit happened in that area, like re- like really dark. Uh, and this was one of them. So um, I was uh, I was home. Uh, my parents were in Taiwan a couple years a year ago, and I went down to go house it for them. Uh, in Maryland, I uh, went down from New York mm-hmm. to Maryland, and uh, sort of, uh, you know, late afternoon or something, I, I go to the basement to go find a, a, a one of those tea, tea kettles, uh, and I, so I'm walking down the steps, and I, I just I peer out of these. It's a it's a walkout basement, meaning you go down to the basement, but there's still a door that leads to the to the back, and and we don't really have a backyard. It just kind of we're on top of a hill, and the the, the, the edge of the hill is like sort of, you know, maybe 15 feet from the back of my house. And, and then it just goes into these really, really thick woods 
and uh, just a straight, a very, very steep drop downwards. But it's just a tangle of woods and bushes and everything like that. Uh, the the vegetation down there in Maryland's pretty thick. So I look at the window and we've got these old weird stain. It's an old house. We've got these weird stained glass shutters. And it just, I just have this flashback to uh, this really weird thing that happened when I was in, I think, fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, it suddenly dawned on me what happened. I, for For a long time, I... I I always thought that what happened was kind of a joke or something mm-hmm. just ridiculous, but then it suddenly took on new meaning. So I immediately have this flashback to, back to when I'm in the fifth grade, and I had a sleepover party for my birthday. So basically, all the boys in my school in my class are over at my house. Uh, we're all downstairs in the basement. We've all got our sleeping bags, and we're just fucking playing games and Nintendo and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh. And this one kid, uh, uh, Joe, just starts sh- fucking screaming. I've got a lot of f- stories about friends that start screaming. <laughs> and he, he, like, he's freaking out. He's like having a fucking panic attack. And he's over by the window, the one that faces out into the woods with, uh, uh, with this weird, the green stained glass shutters. Mm-hmm. He had been looking past the shutters and then he saw something. He said he saw a man with uh, a knife and he was peering into the uh into the basement Mm. and joe was joe was yeah so joe was known as kind of a hyperactive kid and so we our immediate reaction was just to laugh at him and he he would but (laughs) there goes joe again (laughs) there goes fucking joe exactly that is exactly how it felt and but he was he was so intent he was so convinced that he saw this thing that he actually went upstairs and told my father, he's like, you know, I, there was a man in your backyard. And my dad asked me, I remember my dad like looked at me, he's like, what's up with this kid? And I was like, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> and so my, my dad was like, well, he seems pretty serious. So I'll just, you know, so he turned on the floodlights. We've got these huge floodlights. He flo- floods the backyard uh, in bright lights, goes out with a flashlight, checks, you know, looks into the woods and stuff, doesn't see anything, comes back and he's like, there's nothing. You didn't see anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. But for the rest of the night, he, he couldn't, he could not calm himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it, it was sad because like later on, it, it kind of did kind of sh- color everyone, his reputation because it made people think that he was this somewhat. Hysterical. You know, it was hysterical. Yeah. His mm-hmm. hysterical kid yeah. that just sees random things and he'll just lie and he'll just make shit up or whatever. Uh, anyway. So years go by. Um, and then. Uh, another thing happened about four years later uh, d- didn't involve him but there's this uh, famous case of murder that happened in uh, Maryland her name was Laura Hodling and she was a 23 year old grad she was, she was a Harvard MBA student she was back home for the summer she lived near me not in my neighborhood but sort of within pretty close distance to me uh, same high school district and mm-hmm. she went missing and they I remember it was very sort of dramatic moment where after a few days, the police decided to do um, a forensic test in their house and they found, they turned the UV light on and there was just blood everywhere in her, mm. in her bedroom. So they presumed that she was dead and they, you know, uh, were looking for suspects. The father was a, a an attorney uh, who said, mm-hmm. oh, you know, there is this guy that he, he he's a sort of a, you know, strange guy, but he knows us well and he comes by, I use him as a courier to courier documents around, you know, as an attorney and he'll come to the house and we know him and, but he is someone that has access to the house sometimes. And they found him and they uh, decided that he was the suspect and they arrested him and Mm -hmm. he uh, he, uh, immediately confessed actually. And so it turned out though that he wouldn't, he was playing a game with the police. He wouldn't tell him where the body was. Hmm. And so oh, wow. they were searching for the body and they realized that he had, he was vagrant. He was a homeless guy, vagrant. And that he had been living uh, out of a truck uh, this whole time uh, for his most of his adult life. And that he would park it near my, in my neighborhood and he would live in sort of a permanent camp that he had set up in the woods, which was only about 200 Jeez. feet from behind uh, my classmates, my, this, this girl I knew. Uh, yeah. she was actually in my class that, uh, he was living about 200 feet behind her house in, in these, in these woods. Uh, and he had been there for a long time. And I, I remember, 
Uh, they they brought canine units to sniff around in my high school during English class. I remember they, they were just sweeping our school. Um, never found her body, uh, as far as I know. Uh, but he made it to the killing, and then then they linked him to another murder of a six year old child. Yes, from way back, many many years before that. Jesus, and he had actually whoever uh, had Michelle Dore. Michelle Dore. Michelle Dore. Yeah, there, uh, that was 19, a partial. Cons- Nineteen eighty six. 1986, yeah. yeah, and uh, that that was bad. I think they, he had drained the blood, uh, just something awful, ritualistic, oh really God. fucked up about it. Um, yeah. There's a lot of other murders that they say that he probably did commit, but they don't know about. Yeah. So he's right. in prison now. His name's Haddon Clark. H. Haddon Clark. Yeah. H a d d e n. Yeah. Yeah, one of the absolute worst um, serial killers out there. In fact, his brother was a serial killer too, who had. Gone on a date with yeah. someone, murdered her, and barbecued her and ate her. Jesus and fuck. It really just, a, yeah, brother, a pair. And so I'm down there, and I remember having read about Haddon Clark. You know, it was kind of a major story, I guess. And uh, I've always been a bit fascinated by it. And I remember the tent uh, that he lived in, that there were these kitchen knives uh, that he had stolen from houses in the neighborhood. And... Uh, it just, I'm sitting there at the bottom of the steps, you know, last year and I'm just like, that was Haddon Clark. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, Haddon Clark had walked yeah. up to my fucking fifth grade birthday party and was staring at us through the window. And your uh, friend had seen and him. My friend, the knife was one of those fucking knives. And I just, it just dawned on me. I was like, that's it. That's the fucking story. And so right. I, uh, I actually got in touch with my friend who's, who's living, uh, in Florida now and I asked him, I was like, Joe, do you remember back in fifth grade, you know, what happened? He's like, of course. And I was like, I want to ask you something. I'm like, are you, to this day, do you, are you convinced that, that you saw something? He's like, 100%. He's like, I, I, he's like, I don't blame you guys for not believing me because mm-hmm. it is crazy. But he's like, I'm telling you, I, I saw someone. And I said, Joe, what, do you, what would you say if I suggested to you mm. that you saw Haddon oh, Clark? Oh, shit. And I just... A, to- a pause for a good, you know, minute and just, you know, I'm, I'm, we're on Facebook Messenger and he's like, OMG. Because he was like, yeah, that's him, right? <laughs> he's like, that's it. That's, yeah. that's what happened. And that's then we went through the timeline right. and, you know, he was like, dude, you know, do you, you know that we came upon his tent like a, a, like a year before he got arrested? I was like, no, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, me, no. um, uh, Mike Ryan, like, we, we found his tent. We were going near, you know, in the woods behind uh, Peggy's house, and we f- we saw the tent. And uh, we, oh, shit. you know, but then we heard something, and they hightailed it out. And then he said, he said, "Teen, do do you remember uh, when? Um, I, like, I, he's like, I kind of forgot when this happened, but do you remember like somewhere around dinner time, uh, in the middle of the week, someone came? I, I came and banged on your door." And you and your mom came to get the door, and it was me. And I just asked to come inside your house, and we were, and you just got, you guys just like, and I was like, yeah, uh, kinda. I, I was like, I kind of vaguely remember that happening. And he's like, well, what happened? Well, he, he was in the creek behind my house. It's way down that hill, and then and then some. He said he was out there at dusk, and then this guy appeared uh, out of nowhere, just crazy guy with a beard, and just started like staring at him. And then coming after him. And he was like, the only thing that I could do at that point, he was like, I just ran for somewhere yeah. that I knew. And he, he's like, I thought about your house. It was right there. Was the so closest. he just ran yeah. up the hill. And he had cut himself on all the thorns and all this shit. But he just races up the hill, runs beeline, you know, just like absolutely books it to my front door, just starts banging on the door. Uh, we let him in. And he was like, I, that was Haddon Clark. Oh, shit. And what and I was just thinking about this. I was just like, you know, fuck, man. I grew up that entire time with a literal serial killer, child that killer, is crazy. twenty minutes roaming walk. my fucking backyard <laughs> from your backyard, Yo, man. Oh, son, insane, fucking that, insane. Like, I, I I honestly can't tell this story to my parents because I don't want them to think about it. But that that's Ooh. actually the situation that happened. And he was active. He was killing people. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to. 
Yeah, just want to ask, do your parents know English as well? Because if they do, I'm I'm surprised they don't know yet. Like they heard of the news. You know what's weird? He, okay, so this is like my this is like the real life Freddy Krueger of my neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. In um in 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 the Nightmare on Elm Street, they the parents band together and they never say anything to the kids about it. And huh. I get the I get the feeling that that's what happened here. I because oh you know we just never really knew about what the the extent like it was happening. It was being reported in the media and stuff, but like it was like it wasn't a huge story. Like where uh, I mean, Ho- Laura Hodling was a big story, but I'm saying like the background of and just getting into. The, like we just thought of him as someone who killed somebody, but it never it was never told to us how pathologically fucked up this was, and that he had been living there the whole time, and we were all we had all been in danger this whole time. They never said anything about that to us, mm, and mm. I think mm-hmm. I, I I get the feeling like the the parents had just kind of felt like you know why do this to them you know like why why would we say right. anything about that like let's just pretend this never happened yeah yeah but, I yeah. guess it makes sense. It's one thing the serial killers are running around and it's like, yeah, watch out. What if the guy's in jail already? Then why is setting sense of charity? Yeah, I mean, he's already he's already uh, in prison, right? right. So I yeah. get that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's yeah. some but yeah, crazy that, shit. We, we, that's I mean, that's the that's the horrifying thing is not that the thing that scares me most about this is that I lived in blissful ignorance about it up until recently, and I didn't realize, you know, how dangerous i mean i because i was in the back of my in the backyard or in the woods by myself all the time uh or thank goodness or sometimes yeah me and me or me and one or two friends out there catching crayfish and stuff like that like we're there all the time uh we were out at night by ourselves all the time uh it's just crazy like like to to have to go and realize that that you know how what, what a risk there was that if we had known at that age that there was a fucking psycho killer roaming. I mean, it would have just paralyzed us. Yeah. No way we would have yeah. even left our own fucking houses. <laughs> right, ex- right. Yeah. So. That's insane. Damn. Yeah. Um, I I mean, it's not like a confirmed convicted criminal. I don't know this person's name. But I'm convinced that the very first man that stopped me. Oh, yeah. I've experienced this a number of times. Since I moved to America, which is at the age of... 11 and ever since i experienced something called sexual harassment or stalking and yeah, as a child yeah. i really did Insane. not know how to deal with that Jeez. i th- took me mm. many years so the first time experience it is probably the scariest experience i ever had i mean i had, I had yeah. an uncomfortable experience but this was beyond comfortable this was like how, how this old are you? Is fucked up I was 11. I literally oh just... My God. Oh, you just got here too. Oh, man. Yes. So I, after school, after school, you know, just getting homework done and I was hungry. So I want to get something cheap from Chinese bakery. And so, you know, I I usually I feel safe in Chinatown. I still do. But on that day, I had a feeling like someone was following me. But I was like, am I thinking too much? You know, kind of doubting yourself, like, and then I remember tip I learned from television, and I'm so glad I learned that. Some tips are really helpful, which is like to test it out if this person following you or not. Walk a little faster and see if they speed up. If they do, oh, yeah, they're definitely following you. Um, so I did that, and I noticed, and I was like, fuck, this person is following me, right? So I turned a corner. I guess it's an attempt to lose him, and then I, I, I came back, and I was like, oh, this guy's not here anymore. So I walked back. And then I realized, and then I noticed the guy was just stare, waiting for me, staring in like Oof. inside one of those Chinatown store. And let me tell you, to this day, to this day, I have never seen so much hatred in someone's eyes. I swear to God, this guy really wanted to kill me. I've Oof. never met someone like that before. After that, wow, Dude, scary. like that is scary. Yo, yeah, for eleven year child, yeah, it was fucking scary. Yeah. I mean, well, and you were eleven. I mean, that's just yeah. You were a child. Mind you, this happened in broad daylight, y'all. Broad daylight in yeah. Chinatown. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm telling you, you that... think about the stuff that happened in your past. You, you, sometimes you got to just be thankful for having uh, made it through. There's some, yeah. you know, there's a lot of risks that people, you know, it's like. 
how how close how how dangerous how close did things get and maybe you didn't really realize it at the time well you know what i mean yeah i mean totally totally like, when, like right after i graduated college i came to work in the city and i uh you know sometimes you almost get hit by cars when you're we are walking and all that stuff it's just the dangers of being a pedestrian but i was young and stupid and i felt i thought you know new yorkers yell at people you know and they get people's faces so I was crossing the street one day and I almost got hit by this car and I turn around and I yell at this guy and I like, I don't know, I tell him to fuck off or something. And there are two guys in the car and it's just like black sedan and the dude starts following me. So I'm like, I'm walking on the street and the guy, he pulls his window down or he rolls his window down and he starts yelling at me and he's following me as I'm walking down the street in the car they're like (laughs) they turn and they follow me and i'm like oh shit like what's going on what's going to happen here so like i turn into a store and i wait for the guys to leave but like i was i got i got scared i'm like who who follows you but you know so then i haven't yelled at a guy (laughs) or a car ever since that day (laughs) yeah road rage you you have no idea you have no idea i was like oh my god these guys could be like gangsters or somebody they're gonna come out and shoot me you never know right all right that's the do you feel like you do you you Hmm? feel like you escape death like more than once just by these kind of experience i don't know if i feel like i escape death but i do feel like you know the the reason it's so scary to me is because you got to wonder what's going on right now that you don't know about True that. Ooh. Yeah, Always. I think the scariest part. No, 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 no. Because the scariest isn't the one like the guys described. Like clearly, mentally fucked up and would do, do dangerous things. Like there's just no doubt about it. I think the scariest is the one that appears totally normal, just like any member of society, and you don't know what they actually do in the backyard. That's yeah, you, yeah. You know, we yeah. were talking. My friends and I, yeah. we, we try. We love scaring the shit out of each other, and we said, "What? Okay, if you're walking in the woods by yourself at night." What would be the scariest possible thing for you to come across? And oh, fuck, that's a lot. What, what we what we thought of was a child, but mm. not just any child, hmm. uh, but mm. a child that doesn't seem to be uh, particularly disturbed by the fact that it's out there. Yes, right. Like yes, yeah. right. A, 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 a child right. who's yeah. behaving like this is totally normal. Right, right. Uh, if you, if and, you come yeah. across like a freaked out child who's crying. Yeah, you're it's like, like, it's scary, but it, this might make sense. This child's lost. But if you come sure. across something like a child just walking along, like, doo, 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 yeah, doesn't yeah. notice you, doesn't care that you're there. Um, yeah. What is that? You know, that's, that's the thing that something, kind of scares right. me is like when, when yeah. something like that. You know, when, when you just don't know what the fuck it is, like, why would it, when something doesn't yeah. behave the way that it's human, but it's not behaving like a human. Yes. And, right. Totally. You know, and, and uh, the, I feel like I've, I've encountered that more than I care to in my own life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so on giving yeah. audience some tips. So we're talking right. about if you ever buy property or at least rent a place or something. So you did the whole ritual thing. Do the uh, ritual. Thing, yeah, you can look it up on YouTube yeah. how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So besides from that, I would say even before going there, you can, if you could do intern research, go ahead. Sometimes the history is listed there. If you know, then take that information with you. And that's one always good suspicious sign. And I think this movie has been done about it. If that place is ridiculously cheap and it's too good to be true, there's a reason why. There's yeah. a reason why Anaris places are so really cheap because no one wants to live there. No one wants to live there, even though it's big and spacious, for a fucking reason. Do your research, y'all. Br- 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 bring your bring your grandmother with you, um, or an old any old la- Asian lady with you to check the place out. They they are pretty sensitive to, you know, whether a place is a vibe or not. Uh, mm. I would try that as well. Um, and the other, what's the other bit of advice? Oh, just run. Don't look ghosts in the eyes. Just nope. run. Yes. Be, yeah. Uh, may, be like, uh, be like, jo- be like Joe when he saw Haddon Clark in my backyard. Freak uh, out. Don't, don't be curious. Don't try to engage. No. Nope. You just, just run and you'll be fine. 
Uh, That's right. Unless, unless, unless you can't run very fast, then you're fucked. But if you can run fast <laughs> yeah. enough, you'll be fine. <laughs> and if you're uh, with the, do your yeah, best. I, don't don't give up. Don't give up. And if you're with a friend, yes, push them yes. down and run. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, Jesus. exactly. Oh, if you run faster than your friend, run faster than your friend. <laughs> Raise right. your friend, not the killer. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, those right, are cool. tips for our audience. <laughs> All right. Hope you enjoy our scary stories um the next time you hear it will be next year's halloween because this is not a paranormal podcast y'all oh yeah by the way this is actually something i originally want to do at a school they're like oh yeah what kind of program would you like on a school radio i was in community college and i was like hmm why don't we do a paranormal podcast and the, and this lady who's like one of the directors like listen girl i'm trying to have none of spirits here you ain't doing that and i was like okay never mind hey, i have no problem so, turning this into a conspiracy ufo paranormal podcast oh, yeah. we could do it I mean, yeah, I can no, talk about. Talk, this is talk, the direction we're heading yeah, at. Totally. <laughs> I can talk about UFOs and weird yeah. uh, paranormal phenomena. We'll, we'll talk Fermi's day. paradox. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're going to talk simulation theory. Oh, yeah. Simulation uh, theory. We oh, can yeah. Talk we're going about deep, it. man. We yeah, can no, talk about yeah. Okay. Plan A is taking a change, we're, we're <laughs> changing right. course. Just- <laughs> Where you know, they're going to start asking big questions. We're going to talk about Rendlesham Forest. We're going to talk about uh, UFOs that have, uh, you know, th- that that hang around the, our nuclear facilities. We're yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about all sorts yeah. of shit. You know what? And you know what? We should call the side project Plan A. That talk about paranormal UFOs. That Plan B. Like you're fucked. <laughs> all right, what are you going to do? Plan B. <laughs> because the answer is always aliens. <laughs> yes, exactly. Why are there pyramids Egypt? Because aliens. Aliens. That's like the meme of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it has right. been it has been uh, for sure spooky. An hour. Yes. It's been quite the spooktacle. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, all right. That's our escape from Plan A for this week. The best thing you can do for us is go and uh, if you like the podcast, go uh, rate us in iTunes. Uh, we, we've uh, we've been racking up some good reviews and a good number of them, uh, but uh, we're greedy. So the more the better to push us over the top. We'll uh, we'll be back again uh, in a week. A uh, new episode every Sunday night. Oh, and um, a shout out to Hop Clear, putting us on the top five Asian American podcasts list. Hey. We really appreciate <laughs> it. So thanks, guys. And right. uh, last but not least, uh, any audience wants to share their scare story, leave a comment below. <laughs>